Hey everyone and welcome to episode 7 of Life Lessons and Lemons. Thanks so much for tuning in again and I promise you I'll be bringing you lots of actionable advice as always, stuff that you can implement into your lives as of today. Now, this week we're going to look at a lemon. I did mention this last week and when I say a lemon, of course I mean life's going to throw lemons at you and in this particular case it is when your patience is tested, hence the title testing my patience. So, Yes, there will be a, a few bits in this podcast that will outline things that can happen, what heightens your emotions when it comes to these times where you feel like your patience is being tested. Um, and we're going to talk about bad moods because generally you are in a bad mood if your patience is being tested. So we're at that point now where we need to focus on what we want in the future. And when your patience is tested, it doesn't do you any good. And it's very easy for me to sit here and say that because it doesn't. I mean, we all know that. So I will sort of touch on at the end. I say touch on, we will cover in quite great depth um, the actionable advice that you can take away from this stuff that I actually apply in my life when it comes to, you know, trying to get over the bad moods. So anyway, we'll talk about the journey because we'll talk about the journey from when you wake up in one of these awful moods because we all do it and sometimes you can't really explain on the face of it why we feel like that and that's what I want to explore so you wake up in a bad mood okay and then you might feel like you're in a bad mood but you might live alone and then you're like oh no I'm all right it's fine until you go out into the world and you realize you've got to mix with people and people are the ones that always test your patience Okay, yeah, like little annoying noises and stuff annoy, like, annoy you and bug you. But ultimately, people are the biggest trigger when it comes to testing your patience. I'm sure you'd all agree. And that is, it just, it poses a threat and an issue because if we can't overcome other people's influence, then we are really going to struggle to grasp how to overcome bad moods. You know, we're human, I say all the time, it's it's normal to wake up in a bad mood, but you really don't want to be in a position where you're letting that affect your day and your productivity, more importantly. You know, if, if, if it's going to affect your mood and you're just a little bit quiet, then that's fine. You have to deal with it in your own way. Like I said, we experience heightened emotions as humans, so it's important for us to try and at least understand where our emotions come from on this. Now, I want to ask you if anyone can relate. I'm sure all of you can relate when I say you wake up in a bad mood because I'm like a really easygoing person and I wake up in bad moods quite regularly, to be fair. But we'll talk about later how I overcome it. So we're going to go through my story quickly because we love a story. Uh, and as I just said, I'm quite easygoing. So for me... Right, bad moods historically are caused by other people, as I said, it generally is the biggest trigger, um, or it's caused by something I've done. I made a mistake, basically. Um, something didn't go to plan. That can put you in a bad mood. And like I said, then that bad mood spirals out of control a little bit into testing your patience, and then it starts to have a knock-on effect on your productivity and your day and other people as well in the long run especially those closest to you you know if you're in a relationship and you wake up in a bad mood um it does it does affect that negatively and if we're going to be positive people as i said you can't be positive 100 of the time but 
what you can do is at least shine a little bit of positivity on other people. If they don't deserve negativity, then they don't deserve it. And even if they do deserve it, it's just a waste of energy to try and give them that negative energy. So yeah, I'm easygoing, but you can really only take so much shit, really. I think a lot of people try and put like a wall up and try not to let people affect them. And I think that's great because it means that your emotions are under control by yourself. But at the same time, then that will close off parts of that person and that might hinder them getting where they want to get. Now, when you get to that point, you, I, I, I build like, I haven't got a short fuse. So I build up little things over a long period of time. And this is something I've improved on over the last five to 10 years. And I'd like to think that I've got better um, because we all like to think that. And to be honest with you, it's very, very like relevant to my previous relationships because if you ever just sort of like let little things go, like, oh, that's just pissing me off you'll do something stupid and you'll be like oh and you'll just let it go or something that just you don't like not their fault most of the time and you let it go but the problem is you don't really let it go because you hold on to it i hope you can relate to that because i hold on to a lot of shit and then it ends up blowing up it ends up blowing up so yeah and it affects your mood like i said i try to get out of my bad moods really quickly because as i said i don't really want to let it affect my life um and I might go through stages, like I might wake up great. And then I, like the other day, actually, I woke up in the best mood and then all of a sudden I was a bit meh, you know, you just feel meh. And it's just at that point in life, you're like, you can't really explain it. So you just say to yourself, right, get on. And I actually transformed it into like motivation, which I'll talk about later um, when it comes to the advice and whatnot. But yeah. That's me, that's my story. I'm easygoing, um, but I really can only take so much shit and it's got to the point in my life where I've, yeah, a lot of people are no longer in it because of that and testing my patience, testing my beliefs, not believing in me, etc., etc. basically negative energy. That's the main point I'm making here when I talk about my story is do not let negative energy in like I said, we don't always show positive energy, but if we don't let negative energy in, then we are giving ourselves the best possible chance to succeeding and not just succeeding. We're giving our chance, you know, getting happier relationships, being healthier, etc. It works in every aspect of life, which I keep banging on about. So I think some people really just need to step back on occasion and look at where they're at, look at their lifestyle, and look at what they've achieved. More importantly, I think some people think that where they're at is okay. I talked about this last week. Some people are all right about that, I guess, but no, not for me. That's not the one. But we'll talk about examples because I talked about heightened emotions and you need to understand what triggers it. More importantly, you need to understand what triggers your bad mood because not only that, if you understand what triggers your bad mood and then what triggers your patience, then at least you can get to a point where you avoid those situations. I think at the end of the day, it's it's detrimental to what we do. And yeah, so anyway, let's not waste your time on that one, right? Examples. Road rage for me is like the worst possible thing, literally. I am a fucking nightmare on the road when I'm in a bad mood. Someone might not even cause you like 
that much anger. All right, there's people out there that genuinely just can't drive. Like, I don't understand how people can even manage to get from A to B safely. I don't get it. And it's a big issue for me because, like I said, when I'm in a bad mood, it's a given. Regardless of what happens, I have road rage. If I can avoid driving, then I will. But guess what? We live in the real world. Sometimes we need to drive. We rely on it most of the time. Not only that, it saves time. But yeah, so that's an example of when my emotions are definitely, definitely heightened. I'm swearing at people, get the fuck out of the way. Like They might not have even cut me up, but you, you, you get to the point where you're just like, I don't give a shit, you've cut me up on the wrong morning, I'm in a bad mood, and I'm going to take it out on you. And the main issue with that is really, you feel enclosed and safe in a car, right? And it's very easy to scream abuse. Um, and that, and I, I don't, I don't get, I can't grasp. Um, yeah, I can't grasp why I do it. This is, this is something I'm working on, and it needs to continue to be worked on over the next few years. Hopefully, I can counter it in the next few months. But again, I'm sure most of you can relate. I've been in people's cars where they're screaming and shouting at people, and I think it really brings out the worst in a lot of people. And like I said, it's part of who we are. I get that, but that's a main example for me. Now I talked about my long fuse and people building that up, and we won't talk about we won't talk about it much more because at the end of the day, everyone's got their own sort of way, and some people have a short fuse where they'll just blow up by the tiniest of little things. Again, it's about finding a balance, right? You can't just blow up every single little thing and have a short temper. Like I said, don't fight who you are, but just think about the consequences. You've got to think about it a little deeper sometimes. As hard as it might be to use your brain on occasion, like I don't want to use it today, for example. Like, but it's important to, it's important to keep that productivity up. Because as I said, if you start to let yourself dip, you lose momentum and then tomorrow, albeit it's a new day and you should be positive about it, it's like, oh, but I had a shit day yesterday. I didn't get this done. So then you might have a shitload of work to catch up on because you didn't do it yesterday. And you can sort of gather the picture I'm trying to build here for you is that bad mood just spirals out of control. And the longer you let it spiral, the harder it is to stop. Again, we're building up the wrong momentum when we're spiraling. We're building up momentum of failing and losing productivity. And that, in turn, will just extend your mood because you'll be like, oh shit, I'm not getting anything else done. And you might wake up and you feel all right. And then you go to start doing whatever you're working on and you're like, oh my God, I've done this. I've got to do that. Yeah. And it just, it spirals out. And it's just, it's just a fucking mess if you ask me. Um, so just think about that. Think about the times where you've, you know, put yourself in this mood or found yourself in a bad mood and then it just continues for days or maybe even weeks sometimes and yeah like we have trauma in our lives things happen and that affects our mood and we have our own healing process and we have a way of getting over those emotions now for me like i'm realize i said i'm really easy going but sometimes it's really hard for me to hide my feelings like it's not what i believe in i have to show them sometimes um, and that does, you know, mean heightened emotions, even if it's not in the bad mood kind of sense. It's it's not great. I'm writing a blog at the moment um, about the emotional connection of people specifically because it's so important that people understand it and it definitely touches on the psychology of it. And I really hope that it's something I could deliver on a podcast really soon. But I'm working a lot on it and I really want to make it perfect. So bear with me on that one because we will delve into the emotional side a little bit deeper then 
Now, again, I've talked about like people out of my life. And I've talked about this in many, many of my podcasts. Like I've cut so many people out, so many. And like now I'm at the point, I'm just, I'm just happy where I stand. And my bad moods have improved. They've, they're, they're less regular. Like I said, I had one the other day. Um, but today, like I've, I've got a little bit of lack of sleep and I haven't really had a break for a while. And yeah, I feel exhausted, but at the same time, I'm positive. So it's very easy again, you know, to be exhausted and be like, oh, I'm really bad mood. And that does test, you know, test someone's patience when they're tired. And it's probably a really common thing. I'm sure you can relate to it. Like, yeah, I'm quite good at sort of overcoming it. Um, I'm here recording for you guys and myself. Obviously, I enjoy listening back to this myself. And yeah, I think we need to understand that connection. But without boring you to death, we'll move on a little bit because there is actually some actionable advice. So we want to talk about countering the problem because if we don't counter the problem, then obviously what we're doing to ourselves is just spiraling out as I already said and I keep repeating myself for a reason because there's a point to this podcast and there's a point I want it to drill into your minds and your heads that there is something to take away from it whether you think that or not I do a lot of reading I understand a lot of this stuff and there's nothing better than applying your own experiences right like I said my road rage is the the best experiences and worst experiences of my life because here I am, I can learn from them and deliver them to you. But then on the other hand, I look back at myself and think, who the fuck were you then? Like, that's not you at all. If someone met you, you're like, nice. And you say hello to people. Even if I do get blanked regularly, by the way. Um, but yeah, we'll talk about countering the problem then, shall we? Let's do that. We've got to understand the triggers. Again, repeating myself, but it's important that you take that in. You've got to understand the triggers there is always a bigger problem at the root and it's not always apparent it isn't and it is important to use your time to understand that bigger problem because if you don't understand the bigger problem then how are you gonna face it and improve it you won't be able to so like i said you've got two main reasons for a bad mood and when i wish when i mentioned bad mood by the way i'm saying bad mood because it leads to testing your patience and that's what we're trying to eradicate. Like I said, bad moves will happen, but we're trying to eradicate the testing my patience stage where we waste energy unnecessarily. Again, repeat, repeat, repeat. So it goes in. So you've either got a bad mood caused by someone else, what someone else has done, which is completely out of your control, which we'll talk about because when something's out of your control, what can you do about it? Sweet fuck all. So again, we'll talk about that in a sec. And then you've got the other side. You've got you caused that bad mood. You made a mistake. You put yourself in that bad mood. Why would you punish yourself for something you've already done? You are making that mistake even worse. It could be catastrophic. It could be awful what happened. But, but... We can't change the past. Like we can learn from the past. And that's why I say reflect on it sometimes, but you cannot change it for shit. That's it. And that's so important that that message drills in. As simple as it might be, you'll be surprised. People don't understand. I think you can change something by reacting to it. Reactions are bad. We know that. Okay. So again, emotion, 
understand what heightens your emotion, please, you need to try and at least get to the root of what sets you off. Now that comes with experience, whatever age you are listening to this right now, you've obviously, if the older you are, you may have more experiences, but then you say that, it depends what you do. Someone younger than me could have a lot more experiences than I do. To be honest, I try and come up with stories to tell you guys, and I think I am a little bit of a boring prick, to be honest. But here we are. Um, Yeah, so think about that. Think about what heightens your emotions and then try and avoid those situations. And as I said, driving is an example for me. I experience heightened emotions, especially when I'm in a bad mood when I'm driving. Like I'm not amazing when I'm in a good mood when I drive. So that sort of tries to put it in perspective about how bad I am when I'm actually in a bad mood about it. Now, that's an example for me, but obviously we're all unique. We've all got our own triggers. So understand where the emotion comes from and understand what sets it off. If you can avoid that task completely, then do. You will be winning in life. Now, I like to talk about the real world. You know that. I know that. But... So when I say the real world, obviously in this case, sometimes you can't avoid these things because unfortunately the world doesn't give a shit if you're in a bad mood or not. You have to get up and you have to get on with your day. We've all got bills to pay. Unfortunately, we're all part of the rat race, whether we like it or not. Yeah, I'm sure you'll all agree with that. Now, if someone else caused your bad mood, so this is the first main point here. If someone else caused your bad mood and you let it affect you in a negative way you are giving that person control now it is the first step in any relationship and i don't mean romantic relationship necessarily i mean family relationships friends etc that is the first step where you give control to someone there is controlling people out there i've been subject to it i've shared this message with you I would not wish it upon anyone. And you might think, I'm not being controlled. No, 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 no. I would never let anyone control me. But maybe step back and think about it. Because it's very easy to miss it. Everyone else will see it around you. Of course they will. But you won't. Especially in a relationship. They say love is blind. It really isn't far from the truth, that saying, to be honest with you. So anyway, yeah, you're giving control. Now, when you give control to someone... You are letting them put you in that bad mood and therefore you can't do anything about that because you will just let it happen. And then when they see that happen, they will use it. They will then understand how they can take control. Whereas you really need to stay a step ahead of these people. You need It's like they understand what heightens your emotions before you do. So if you can get ahead of that and understand what heightens your emotions before they do, then you are taking that control away from that person. These people are toxic. They're people you cannot have in your life. Regardless, like anyone should agree with that. I mean, like I said, I don't really care if you don't agree with me on it, but anyone should understand that because controlling people are toxic. Controlling people do not cause happiness and they do not give you positive energy in any way, shape or form. It's a message. I want to be firm on that. So you need to use that negative energy, right, to do something, right? And I know you're probably thinking, oh, it's got to be motivation. Of course it's motivation. Use that negative energy and create create motivation from it. You need to turn that into motivation to at least use it in some sort of way. I don't like wasted energy. I don't like to do something for the sake of it. I talked about the other week. I hate, like, even driving in the wrong direction to go to the right direction. 
it's a waste of time. I don't want to waste energy if it's not going to get me anywhere. If you think it's going to get you somewhere, then that's a different side of the story. Again, a subject for a different day. But use that negative energy and turn it into motivation. And let's think of an example here, because if someone said something to you, abusive, and they put you in a bad mood, um, and it depends again what sets you off, this person could know what sets you off and it could put you in a really bad mood. Sometimes it's really hard to see how to change that into motivation. I get that because some people say there is actually some things that happen that you can't you can't comprehend and understand. And yeah, some of them will take longer. Like I said, we experience trauma in lives and it happens. So we have to accept that. But if someone says, so using an example, someone's giving you, given abuse to you and it's negative energy. How would you turn that into something positive or at least motivation? I guess that's the question. I'll answer it for you at the end because there's a few more points I want to cover before I actually go through that. Now, the other thing is, which is simple, it's just genuinely not worth it. What's the point of giving time to that person? If they're trying to take control and put you in a bad mood, then why are you even going to entertain that? It's not worth it. So think about that. And yeah, again, control, it's out of your control. If something is out of your control, then you have had no way of putting that, whatever's happened into motion. And therefore, by putting yourself in a bad mood, again, you are giving control. Repeat, repeat, repeat. I'll keep saying it until people start to understand that control is a bad thing. Staying in control of yourself is great. Like taking someone else's control or letting someone else stay in control is detrimental to your future and your happiness. It's as simple as that. So let's talk about the other side. And like I said, we'll revisit the answer on how to actually change negative energy into motivation. And we're going to talk about making a mistake because we all make mistakes. It's normal. It's one of them things. Shit happens. Lemons get thrown. Whatever you want to say, shit happens. Now, obviously, the most obvious thing here is learn from it. Every mistake that you make has happened because something didn't work. You learn from that. You re-implement. If it's a business plan, it didn't work. You revisit it. You rejiggle it around. And you go, right, let's try this. It then fails again. Fuck it, right? Ugh, you start to get a little bit demotivated. No, you learn from it and you keep going. You build up that consistency and you build up that momentum. And then what happens is you actually start to see results. It's all about staying consistent. So learn from every single mistake you make. Those mistakes can put you in a bad mood. But if you look at the other side of it, look at the positive that you can take from a mistake, believe it or not, you probably won't even sink into the bad mood in the first place, let alone get to the point where everyone tests your patience. Trust me, I've learned myself. I've put myself in this and I feel better for it. So that's the first one there. Now, I don't know if any of you have heard about Six Sigma, so I'm not gonna go into it in a deep subject because it, it genuinely is a whole subject of its own. So if you wanna read up on it, do. But the point I wanna take away from Six Sigma is Six Sigma has seven levels, okay? And each level depicts how many mistakes you should make per one million decisions. A whole one million decisions. And they say, when I say they say, the books will say, and people that have been successful 
will say that level six is the optimum position and the most realistic position. If we can understand where our mistakes have come from and actually get ahead of the game and not let them affect our bad move, but also not let them happen again, then level six is basically 3.4 mistakes per 1 million. I know what you're thinking, that's fucking ridiculous. Like, that is not possible. It was exactly my reaction. But guess what, guys? That's a negative energy right there. Turn that into a positive and start learning from your mistakes. And the more you learn from your mistakes, you will generally make less mistakes. Learn from other people. Read books. Read books from people that are doing what you do right now talked about this in a previous podcast so we're not going to go into it too deeply but read and learn from other people that have made the mistakes already because again it will stop you getting into that bad mood and it will stop you feeling tested when it comes to your patience that is own your mistakes you own your mistakes you love your mistakes and just don't let it affect your mood and if it affects your mood don't let that mood develop into something else and don't let it make you spiral out of control you will lose productivity you just need to learn to bounce back. I've bounced back from some shit in my life. I tell you now, I am a very positive person, but I have had some shit to deal with. And again, it's not a competition with other people. I'm sure you've all had shit to deal with. Those are the positions and the times that you need to learn from. Like I say, we've made mistakes in those. I've misjudged people. That's backfired. It's led to me being control, like, sorry, losing control. It's led to me being, being manipulated into decisions that should never even occurred. It's led to me being subject to a narcissist and just generally downright negative energy from every single fucking direction. I felt like I was at the bottom of a lemon tree and everyone was throwing them at me and that was it. And if anyone can bounce back from that, it's you. Everyone is capable of bouncing back from these situations. If you can just read it and understand the root of it, like I said right at the beginning here, there's a bigger problem at work. There is always a bigger problem at work. And if that is someone else, then that someone else needs to go out of your life, guys. There's not like, this is it. I talk about it all the time. You do this life once. So why are you even gonna try and squander it? Because some other person's a prick. Think about it. It makes perfect sense. Like you don't even need someone like me to tell you this. Get rid of them. It's not easy sometimes to get rid of people, but you need to look at your life and understand what you are going to go through and what your future looks like. And your future, if you are with a controlling person, for example, in this situation, then your future is going to be commanded by someone else, which means you won't get what you want. They'll get what they want and they'll be happy that doesn't benefit you don't throw away years of your life understand like i said we're going to make mistakes and we're going to become subject to these people whether we like it or not because they're out there there's those people that test your patience again they're going to be out there try and stay at least a step ahead if you can stay a step ahead then i promise you there will be no wasted energy that's the main thing i want you to take away from this so anyway, as I said, I would revisit it quickly. And that's how to turn negative energy into motivation because everyone has a different way of doing this. Now, like I said, the big one for me is a lot of my dreams and ideas were laughed at by my own mum. Yeah. Now, again, I talked about this in the People Project briefly, but a lot of, the, lot of that 
was laughable, apparently, to them. And the best way to take some motivation away from that, and you've probably already guessed it, to be honest, is to just prove them wrong. You don't do it out of spite. Don't get me wrong, spite's a bad, bad trait. But you just, you know, do you know what? I'm going to do it. It fuels me. It gives me my greatest pleasure. It's one of my favourite quotes. You know, my greatest pleasure in life is doing something that someone else says I cannot do. So that's a really good place to leave this, actually. I'm not going to ramble any longer. I've repeated myself over and over and over again. So yeah, the takeaways from this are don't let someone else control your life. Try and stay a step ahead. Understand what heightens your emotions. Understand what triggers a bad mood and try and avoid it if possible. And just always remember, there's an always, always start with the end in mind. It's one of the habits that Stephen Covey put in place. Now, always start with the end in mind. And trust me, that journey does not include bad moods. And if it has to include a bad mood because we're human, that's fine. Work with it, deal with it, keep yourself to yourself. Don't let other people encroach in that space of yours and let them put you in a bad mood even further and test your patience and just heighten it and let it drag on. So yeah, thanks guys again for listening. I appreciate it because again, I appreciate it, but I hope you do as well. I really want some feedback guys. So again, please leave a review if you can. Um, and I do really appreciate it. I will read every single one and action upon it. And quick announcement, just to finish up, I'll be doing some midweek podcasts and they'll be called like five steps. So the first one will be five steps to a healthy relationship. So watch out for that. They'll be coming midweek. They'll be five to 10 minutes. Nice little snippets in your day to listen to with solid actionable advice. So once again, guys, I really appreciate your time today. I really hope you've taken something away from this. Have a great week.